Ladies, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the RCDO ZSL Podcast. And today is episode number 96. Guys, we've come a long way. And I told you guys that this advanced level was going to be up to 200 episodes. And I am well, uh, it might be about 210. So we still got a long way to go, guys. So just to let you know, if you want business English, if you want investment, if you want sales, if you want working across cultures, if you want you know, different interviews from different people. As a matter of fact, um, Arsenio Murillo, guy from Ecuador. I'm, trying, I'm planning on interviewing him as soon as possible, if possible. And that's going to be exclusive on my Business English podcast. So many amazing things I'm going to be covering on over there. So if you guys want to hit off the Business English now, you can subscribe on either a monthly or a yearly basis. Uh, if you want to wait until... Ooh, man, possibly, ooh, I'm not exactly sure, uh, July-ish, then that's when I'll kick off the business uh, podcast, but they're going to be different from, of course, the ones that I've already, or that I'm covering right now on my, uh, what is it, on the Business English podcast. So, with that being said, guys, oh my God, this one's going to be exciting. This is going to be for you guys to check out a couple of things. See, you're going to learn about form and inversions. Yes, we're going to talk. I'm going to give you an example uh, podcast, of course, after this. Grammar and inversions, if I'm not mistaken, uh, because these inversions, I'm, I'm probably not. So just to mesh, you know, some of this grammar together, because it's already like redundant stuff that we've already talked about. An inversion is used uh, after frequency adverbs, such as seldom, rarely, never, after certain phrases with no. Like, nowhere that it arrives does it improve life for the local people, right? So nowhere, anywhere, you know what I mean? So nowhere after no, uh, that's when the inversion happens. Uh, after certain phrases with only, like only after humans started moving around the planet, did this, et cetera, et cetera. You guys understand? So if we look at it here, when we, create, when we can create emphasis by using inversions, okay, this places the verb before the subject to make the sentence sound more formal. So I'm going to give you two sentences right now, real quick. Had they originated here, this situation would not occur. Again, verb before the subject. Now, I could put that into an if clause and say if they had originated here, okay? So like the, this is like a mixed conditional, conditional three comma, this situation would not occur. So yeah, this is basically like a mixed conditional sentence. So again, to make it sound more formal, you can put the verb before the subject to make an inversion. So had they originated here or had they originated there, this situation would not occur. Now, the second part of the sentence, that's not where the inversion is. It's in the first part. Had they originated there? Had they originated here? Verb before the subject. All right. So and saying that, what you're going to do, or you're going to listen, and you're going to answer some of these questions. Uh, I'm going to present to you a speaking model in terms of a debate. So what we're going to do here, forming inversions using rhythm and rhetorical devices, uh, you know, persuasive statements, ordering arguments. This is what you do in terms of delivering an opening statement for any kind of debate. Okay. So what I'm going to do, this is going to be very, very interesting for you guys. I have questions at the end. So you're going to have to listen with intent because you're going to have to answer some of these questions. All right. So 
I'm going to uh, read this opening statement to a debate. And then you are going to choose the correct answers, of course, for the following questions I have succeeding this little debate, which there are four of them, four questions. So in saying that, I'm going to present to you this specific argument or opening statement. So here we go. The motion put forward today is that the spread of chain stores globally has a negative effect on local businesses. I ask you, can anyone really doubt that? See, that's a rhetorical device, okay? But anyways, let's keep going. Never have our streets been so full of stores from elsewhere. Not only has uh, the presence of these invaders displaced our own local businesses, they have reduced diversity and are eliminating our culture. These predators are eating up the competition. And who is that competition? It's us. Yes, that's right, me and you and our livelihoods. Today we propose three arguments against this invasion. Three arguments to consider, three arguments to educate, three arguments that prove that it could be so very different. But before all that, to be clear, let me ask you, just what is the problem with chain stores? Well, the problem with chain stores, dear audience, is this. More than 95% of store space on city streets and in out-of-town malls is occupied by these invaders. Let's stop and think about that. More than, 90, more than 95%. These invaders present a clear danger to local companies. At no time in history have there been so few local companies on our main streets. This sprawl is killing local business. Argument number one, I'll say that again. This sprawl is killing our business. Argument number two, argument number two concerns diversity. People assume globalization brings diversity. Not so. Think of the downtown where you live. Think of a downtown you visited recently. Think of a downtown you've seen in a movie. What's the difference? Maybe the weather, but I guarantee not much else. Every store is the same. Every product is the same. Every choice has already been made for you. Only now are some of us waking up to that fact that we've been invaded and had our culture stolen from us. Wake up and see that too. My debating partner will identify the third argument, but as you turn to listen to the opposing side's first statement, I can see already the realization on your faces of just how wrong this invasion is. Question number one. What is the motion of the debate? Is it A, the spread of chain stores globally has a negative effect on local businesses? B, globalization has increased the number of natural predators? C, local, business are, local businesses are closing because people are going to movies instead of downtown? Kind of easy. Question number two. Which side is the speaker on? The speaker opposes the motion? The, uh, the speaker supports the motion? But the speaker has not chosen a side yet. Number three, how many key arguments will she and her partner put forward in total? One, two, or three? And the last question, how many key arguments will she put forward herself? One, two, or three? So in saying that, people, this is your speaking model. 
okay? Or this is the speaking model you're gonna analyze this. You're gonna answer the questions. And again, if you guys have any questions in regards to this, let me know. But in saying that with all the inversions, everything I've just introduced, everything I was just talking about, the, you know, put in the verb before the subject and the nowhere and the only, you guys understand what inversions are. So that's what you could take away from this. Also the rhetorical devices, you gotta be able to relate to the audience. So you guys say, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, ah. Oh. See what I mean? They use rhetorical devices also in campaigns. Uh, I heard this from a very funny comedian by the name of Cat Williams. Now, for those of you, don't look him up. If you guys don't like the F-bombs and the B-bombs and all the crazy bombs that people have a tendency of dropping, but he is was or hysterical human being. And he talked about that in rhetorical devices in one of his uh, stand-up comics. So, Guys, in saying that, man, I hope you guys enjoyed this a special, special, special one. If you guys have any questions, please let me know. And if you haven't already signed up, man, I would be much, much appreciated if you guys sign up for my Business English Podcast. Lots of great things happening over there, so do not miss out. I'm your host, as always, over and out.